Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to Fillory. Now, who among you is ready for the wedding of the decade? Not Finn. Okay. Yeah, definitely not Elle's first wife. Actually, his work wife, Margot, isn't very enthused about this wedding either. But she's got a lot on her mind. Yeah, she has a little bit going on that she needs to kind of share with everybody else. Yeah, share with the group. Margo. Yes, share. As you can see, it's a problem yes, when you don't share. It's a big problem. Or tell your best friend yes. what you did. A little late, but whatever. Anyhow, before we break down the episode, just to remind everybody out there to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Dev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. Do you know what else you can find on Facebook? Uh, us, maybe? Yeah. Uh, we have two different ways. Well, we had three groups, but the third group incorporated that show got canceled because, you know, stuff happened and the leads are on different shows. It's a whole thing. But... We also have Van Helsing, uh, our pure fandom Facebook group. Uh, we have a lot of different people who watch the show when it originally aired. And, of course, we did what live discussions and we posted a lot. And uh, we had a lot of different interviews from some of the cast members and crew members. So we got a nice following there. So make sure you drop by if you watch the show. If you haven't seen the show, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. It is so good. They're getting ready for season two. I'm, I'm excited. Definitely, definitely. We also have our main Brad and Court talk on mm-hmm. facebook you can drop in there we pretty much talk about the magicians and riverdale like we have a live discussion group on wednesday nights for uh the for the magicians so if you stop by you want to chat you can do that i also will post on uh twitter as well during the show and we pretty much talk about anything and everything like there's a bunch of different tv shows and movies that we love um it has a new trailer yeah like stephen king's yeah. it yeah, uh, we were um, kind of talking a little bit about that. Yeah, and I've just been posting a lot of that stuff. So if you are interested in just about anything comic book or TV or movie or pop culture and you want to talk about it, come ramble with us. You'll have fun, I promise. Definitely. We like to talk about stuff. And yeah, I'm that, that it can preview. I'm kind of torn on that one. Oh, for sure. For sure. He looks good. He looks scary. Uh, the miniseries, Tim Curry, it was a little bit longer. I just worry, my biggest worry about the whole thing is shoving that entire thousand plus page book, which is amazing. And if you haven't read it, you should read it because it's really freaking creepy and gave me nightmares when I was a kid. But it, I don't know if you can squeeze that into like a two and a half, three hour movie. Uh, as long as they do a good job of it, the miniseries, I love the miniseries so much, but like with technology now and the makeup artists, it, they can do a lot with that. Well, you can if do they, a lot if with, they do it well. You can do a lot with makeup, but you can't do a lot with cramming the story in there. You know, your, your uh, yeah. CGI and your makeup messing is not up the story, the story will do a lot to kill the movie. Like the miniseries, We've seen that happen. Yeah, the miniseries was like six hours, I think, or something like that, because it, it was like a four night event, I believe, which broke down into six hours after commercials or whatever. But yeah, yeah I that's, just, that's I'm, a whole Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I've done that. Kind of worried about 
knocking down the script even more just to make it fit the uh, movie time span. But whatever. I'm Anyhow. curious as to what they put put in and what they'll keep out because you know we live for sequels these days. Well, there's that. We don't need a sequel to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> that would be yeah. that would be bad. Yep. True story. True story. Um, another thing that you can check out from us, um, of course, we have our podcast, Sci-Fi Rewind. We're going to be rebranding that soon. So uh, keep an eye out and we'll be dropping more information um, when that's up and ready to go. Right. Yeah, we're jumping back in that little realm there for a bit, too. So it's been a while. We've been doing a lot of this and we just haven't gone into our random talking. So, yeah, I missed the random talking. Yeah, we need the random talking. Anyhow. Yeah, but we, we got to keep it like not five hours. Not random. What is this uh, episode about that we're talking about tonight? Well, this episode is episode 10, The Girl Who Told Time. It was directed by Joshua Butler and written by Noga Landau and Henry Alonzo Myers. Fillory has a wedding to plan and Margot needs a break. That girl seriously has a lot on her mind between the fairies and then, well, I think Elle is being a little bit of a bridezilla. A little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, she enlists Quentin, who has spent the past week since letting Alice go in a drunken stupor. Despite the usual snail's pace and centuries-long bureaucracy, you know how that goes, DMV, uh, Penny's application actually goes through more quickly than he thought, and he's put to work in the library. Um, and, of course, he has to go looking for, like, overdue books, which turns into a very, very interesting story with Marley, Marley Maitland, who mm-hmm. I love. Right. Uh, Quentin makes a discovery about Julia Shade. I told you she was coming back. And there are fairies everywhere. Finn better beware. Yes, fairy fairies everywhere. And, and Foo Fighters. Yeah, and Foo Fighters. So Quentin was drunk for a week or whatever, but it was like three months on Earth. So yeah. there was. She's that, like, you've been gone. Yeah, so there has been that time span that's going on back on Earth and things are going around and it's kind of interesting to show that that's actually is doing something, you know? Mm-hmm. So we had a little bit of a reminder in the trailer for the show, which is what I love about the, the, the previously on uh, scenes for the show is because it clues you in on everything that you need to know about the episode. I don't count. Sometimes I don't like that. Like you, you're kind of spoiling the episode for me if you do that. Oh, Cause no. I know if you show me this, I'm going to see something with that in it. Oh, I'm fine with that though, because I had forgot about Amber giving Jane the ability to control time because that was last season at towards the end. So the time loop thing, I was kind of, I would have been like, what? what? <laughs> I remember the time loops, but there's been so much that's been going on that, like you said, it was last season. So it got pushed off to the side, but of course it would, it would come back up again. And it made total sense that it was this way. Uh, I like the different ways they're finding a w- to work around Alice's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's not totally dead. Well, she's dead. And this well, that one, Alice is dead. Yeah, but there's more Alice's out there, so exactly. And there's and plus there's still her. um, What's that thing called? Shade. No, well, there's her shade, but also, um, what's the thing called that she was? The powerful being. The shit. I. The the. Oh, the nuffin. Yes. I'm so So, lost of what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. No, see, there's still her shade, and then there's the Niffin that's out there somewhere. She didn't get boxed. And then, like you said, there are so many different versions of Alice that they could somehow maybe reach across time and pull from that some way, somehow. Alice is very smart and powerful. She could show up in this timeline, possibly, again. 
Well, you didn't like the flashback also where we figured out that Julia was a knowledge student like Dean Fogg before she got kicked out. But, you know, after getting kicked out, she didn't get to go learn all that stuff, which explains why she is so good at what she does. Mm -hmm. Previous to losing her shade. You know, she was a good hedge. Well, she's still pretty good at what she's doing, even without the shade. Well, I I mean, she was a little bit more compassionate before she lost her shade. Yeah. She's very ruthless without that that little girl. Extremely (laughs) ruthless without the little girl. And the dean saying, you know, this 39 times that he has seen this loop. Mm-hmm. I found it really interesting. He's the only one who knows the loop happens. So why is he the only one? And for some reason, I thought the loop, there were more time loops than that. Well, according to him, it was the Alice from the 23rd the loop, I think he said it was. Right. Well, he could be aware of the 39, but for some reason, I thought Jane said more than that. Very, that could be wrong. Why is he the only one that knows this happening though? That's a good question. And retaining the memory out of it. Because, yeah. Could you imagine trying to keep all that straight? I know, right? Because, well, he said the Alice from the 23rd timeline was the sole survivor of the fight with the Beast. Yeah. Which means everybody else died. So, uh, yeah, how do you keep that going? And when do you know it restarts? At what point, you know? Oh, God. It's It's the Groundhog Day from hell. Right. That's a weird. And it kind of explains why his character just kind of, yeah, okay, you. it's all up to (laughs) y'all. It's all on you. I can't help you because you're going to figure it out by yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it's a crazy moment there. Next thing you know, you got time race coming in and everything else after him. Oh, Oh, yeah. Barry Allen shows up. That's the problem. Oh, God. Are you all caught up on Barry Allen? Yes, I am. (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna do it again yes. but we, we won't spoil yeah, anything we won't yeah anyhow okay <laughs> so benny and the library I, I love that librarian she's so much fun they're and scary and, and very scary and i loved his idea that you know it takes them weeks to get a book so their application should take a lot longer than that i got time <laughs> nope walk right through the door and you're in the library with katie uh-huh and what happened? They said, you know what? We can fix your hands. Yeah, there was small print in there somewhere that he totally missed. <laughs> we can fix your hands. We have the knowledge to fix your hands. You have to do it on your own time. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Well, at, at least he's making progress. He, yeah, he's getting somewhere. He wasn't getting anywhere before, so... At least he has an idea of when he's going to be able to do that. I honestly, my whole feeling with Penny, and we can just stick on the Penny line for right now, because he goes to find the overdue book, Mm -hmm. and I am totally convinced that he's going to get kicked out of the librarians. Oh, absolutely. He's going to do, well, because we know by um, going to pick up the overdue book from, what was her name? I just know it was Marley Maitland's character. Okay, Marley Maitland's <laughs> character, uh, which you had to love because it was all uh, clickbait and the pandas. Yes, but the clickbait is actually encoded knowledge for magicians. Imagine that. And the grown-up men taking the, the children's pills was actually grown-up men taking children's pills. Because <laughs> we do need things like that in our lives for some reason. Because it's apparently crazy. it's there. <laughs> So this lady's helping Katie find the books that she needs because she even agrees that the library isn't very helpful. So when we get back there, uh, dude 
we find another librarian guy, stamps a library card, and immediately gets hexed, right? Mm-hmm. And heads on over to the poison room. How did you like that little suicidal movie did there? That was pretty cool. Like, uh, Penny, run. Stay away from these people. Stay away from all the books. Don't touch anything. Well, apparently the poison room's really, really, really bad. But this is what we learned from... Um, What's her name's character is a library has books for everything. So they were lying to Katie and Penny about not having the book. But can you imagine if people knew the amount of power that's really in that library, what would happen? It truly is the armory. We've talked about this before. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. I mean, they could take out a lot of stuff, but the information's there. And you know, if a banned book is in a banned book room, guess who's going to go find it? Katie. No, well, she's she, got the time now that um, she's not talking to Julia. Yeah, that kind of helps out. But she's still, <laughs> you know, she's, she, she knows he's out there. So yeah. she's going to talk Penny into it. Penny's going to do it because he loves her. <laughs> That's what happens. He does. And it's just the sweetest thing ever. You know, you know, I was waiting for them to um, start interacting like all season. Right. Oh, I, I'm. Totally loving it. And now she actually knows which book she needs, too. The Art of Killing Gods. Best title ever. Oh, goodness. Well, it, that makes sense. Reynard. And, of course, his son is definitely going to come back into play. I wonder what's happening with that poor guy. They, they haven't looked for him at all. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure on that one. That's kind of crazy. How's that? Yeah. Well, they don't know where he went to, so I guess there's that, too, right? That's true. Okay, who do we want to jump to next? We want to Elliot here, or you want to go Elliot? You want to go Quentin and Julia? Where you want to go? Well, let's let's go with Elliot and uh, Margot and, at and the top. Josh, the killer snack maker. Yes, Josh, the killer snack maker. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Josh and Elliot are on. They're they're friends now, even though Josh tried to kill Elliot. Well, Children of Earth. Josh knows how to make really good snacks. True. That trip people out really, really big, which we'll get back to with Quentin. Oh, what was that one guy? Um, is that one guy who 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 took over Elliot's role oh, at the cottage? Tom or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Like he is such a pain in the Shut ass. up, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but you got to go with the fact that if, like they said earlier, it had been like three months or something since Quentin was there for a week, right, uh, in Fillory. So mm-hmm. how long has passed? on earth why they've all been over there because i mean look at what happened elliot's uh knocked up finn and everything else and there's been like you know so we're in a good at least right at least a good six months time span has it gone by maybe more uh, maybe almost a year so how much time on earth has passed uh so a week since he let go of alice mm-hmm. was, th- at, was at least months. three weeks since the battle yeah so it's I don't know. It's the house that used to be run by Elliot is no longer his. Somebody else had to take over because he was gone. Like with a lot of shows that we do, we don't never know how much time has actually passed in the real world. It just kills me. Yeah, and it it really doesn't matter. It's it's okay. Oh, I know. I just wanted. I just try to add timelines together on what's been going on. All right, so Elliot and the wedding. So Finn is very much distracted during throughout the episode, and we see her like reacting strangely like she thinks she sees things like lurking in the shadows but she she's not sure and other people aren't aware of it until 
she sees Margot, and of course Margot can see the fairies and she's like oh my god thank you I thought I was going crazy like tell me you're seeing them too and of course at that point in time Margot spills the beans about what she did and what Finn agreed to last week and she said you do anything that you had to do to save Elliot's life and save magic and we're pretty sure that Finn did not mean give up her kid so um, I'm thinking that if Finn makes it back from wherever they took her, <laughs> that she'll be joining the Foo Fighters again. Uh, yeah, she's not going to be too happy about it whatsoever. Yeah. Like, but, I'm just wondering how Ellie is going to react. It's yeah, not going to be pretty. When, well, I, I love the fact that Margo goes, well, sweetie, you said yes. No, she didn't say yes to that. You weren't very, you didn't tell that part. You just said, right. we need to save Elliot. Right. But these friends, they have some very strong bonds. Uh, just last week, Julia tried to, well, she didn't try to kill Q, but she used him as bait, and he could have died with Reynard. Mm-hmm. Then again, she doesn't have her shade, and Margo does, so. Well, Margo was doing what she needed to do. She kind of screwed it all up to start with. But, I mean, you look at what Margo did. Okay, she gave away Finn's kid. But- well, for training. Yeah, for we don't tra- know. Well, she she might get the kid back. No, for training to become a fairy is what they said. Oh. But in the process of doing this, she also did bring back the wellspring. She did save Elliot's life. She did unite yes, she some did. kingdoms. So she did some good with a lot of bad, but it's mm-hmm. there. She did. St- then again, we go back to this whole entire thing. She's the one who started the war to start with. So there's Yes, that. she did. And we've seen a lot of growth from Marco since that. Right. Which could go in with your thing about how much time has passed. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. She has, she's had a lot to go on, a lot to think about. and She was basically running the kingdom together for a long time, too, while Elliot's been otherwise um, tied up by things like the coma he was in and everything else. So, question for you for school. Okay. So, is this considered like a special independent project that they'll be graded on? <laughs> like... What's going on with college? I think they're done with college right now. Um, the, I mean, a couple episodes back, Fogg did say he would help out uh-huh. and get them the best people that they could use to run the kingdom. However, I haven't seen that coming through yet because I don't see any advisors helping them that you know that we know of. Well, just the sloth. Maybe the sloth is a friend of his. Well, the sloth is the smartest one there, so there you go. True, true. And she hasn't been around. Very true. So Elliot's been talking to Balin mm-hmm. about, you know, stuff and things. They're getting to be buds. Balin likes nachos because who doesn't like nachos? Nacho Mama? Nacho Mama. Actually, that's the name of a food truck that's around here. That's a that's the name of a place around here, too. <laughs> they have like these um, margaritas uh-huh. and a um, hubcap. Interesting. Now I want yeah. margaritas and a hubcap. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, anyhow, back to more food. Uh, we come to find out Elliot had tapped into a spell. The one, the best thing I learned, the pole spell. So he knew where he was at because mm-hmm. Fillory doesn't have poles, but yet he knows where he's at in the poles with the people. So, you know, you, you got Josh to come in there to kind of help the people out and, you know, make a thing about it. And kind of like it was Finn, Finn said that they should know it was Balin who said that they, he should have a big wedding to kind of get everybody in there. Ah, which was, you know, Elliot's like, yeah, OK, I guess so. And stuff. And 
you know, you, you know, Elliot is only doing this so he can sleep with the dude. Yeah, but he still wants the people to like him so they don't try to kill him. And that's a good, good, um, you know, outcome of it. But mainly, he just wants to sleep with the dude. Well, he's got his things he's got to do, and yeah, but what, what's going to happen when he wants to move on to the next one? I I don't know. He's he's already stuck in his position as it is. So will he be able to? I don't know. And he's going to start another war. Yeah. I I well, we still got to get past the whole Finn with the fairy thing. So. Oh yeah, there's that too. Uh-oh. Starting wars with fairies. This is not going to turn out well. No, not at all. So with we talk about Josh, who was making the good stuff that Quentin was tripping on, but he was also he roofied the dishwasher. Uh-huh. <laughs> and comes to find out that Balin actually doesn't like Elliot as it is, and he was passing little notes to the few fighters to, you know, take out Elliot. Bastard. I was wondering last week about the few fighters, what happened to them. They came back. Uh, but Margot, she has it all figured out. She's setting up the Foo Fighters, which involves Josh as a saboteur, mm-hmm. who goes and, yeah, the, we don't have to worry about the Foo Fighters attacking for a long time. Because apparently he did some stuff with his magical food thing he said he does. Okay. Now we'll just see how long this lasts. Yeah, I'll be curious to see how this goes. And I'm Finn. I'm Finn's gonna I don't I don't know. Is she gonna die back over? Who knows? That hard. I to just tell. hope she'll be okay. I like Finn. I love her. I think she's great. I don't think she has enough screen time that she gets. She needs to have more. Nah, it's just enough. Like no. with, the, with as many characters as we have, yeah, like it's enough. She could she could have on she could be on there. Or a maybe bit she'll more. get her own episode. It'll be like The Walking Dead. It's a Finn episode. Yes. No. Don't bring up that show. That's horrible. <laughs> show. Uh, okay. Back to Josh again. Josh gives Elliot a little trippy uh, <laughs> multi-dimensional snack. Uh huh. In which he trips out and totally goes over to a multiple, another dimension and finds Julia's shade, who's a little child. What did you think of that one? I thought it was cool. You know, I've been obsessed with the shades ever since they, ever since well, since last season and since Alice died. We've been talking so much about the fact that I think Alice's shade is still out there somewhere, and somehow it'll reconnect with her body. I don't know how that's going to happen now that her body went to space, but whatever. Um, so, but we also talked about Julia, her shade and how it's a part of her soul. And now that it's gone, like she has no empathy for anybody. She's very ruthless. She was willing to kill the Senator's son just for his power. So like, I'm very glad to see her. It was weird that it was baby Julia, Mm -hmm. but it was cute. So now we know that uh, emo Alice is still out there somewhere because that was her shade. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but baby, baby Julia, mm-hmm. um, when Quentin went to see adult shapeless Julia, it was funny because you would think that she would still be that ruthless person that we've known for the past couple of episodes. But she seemed, even without her shade, she recognize the relationship that she has with Quentin and recognize the fact that what she did was wrong. She talked about it earlier with the Dean that she knew the stuff that she was doing wrong, but she didn't feel bad about it anymore. But there was a couple of moments when she was talking to Quentin where it it felt like she, she did recognize what she did was wrong and she felt kind of bad about it. And the fact that she decided to go with him to help find her shade or figure, you know, find Alice 
in the other timeline or whatever to figure out how to fix this. Like it, I just, I, I, I love seeing that. I love anytime Julia and Quentin like come together to work together. And it, it's like she got a grip on what she did, and she mm-hmm. was like, "Okay, I didn't really care, but I know this is not right, which is not me. So let me see what it was. Right. One of those things. Like that's an interesting way to think about it. Like, what do you do when um, right and wrong no longer matter to you? You're like a little sociopath." but you still recognize it. You still want to do better. Like it's really weird. Basically, she needs to be grounded by Quinn, who will, <laughs> you know, stop her from doing the stuff. Because Katie really wasn't stopping her from doing much. Katie was, you know, good. Katie did lock her up. She did, but uh, yeah, okay, I take that back. But only at the end. I think there's more of a connection with Quinn, so it, it's a little bit deeper rooted with him. True. So that I may, mean, they've been yeah. through the time loops. I don't know how many times. Right. So that may have something to do with it. And you know, she. What happens if Elliot doesn't find Julia's shade before it's too late? Too late for what? What goes on? Does she? I don't work? know. But um, they did talk about uh, shades going to the underworld and there being gatekeepers. And I had a Ghostbusters moment. Then I came back to myself. Are or, you the gatekeeper? Are you the keymaster? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Always say yes. Always say yes. It's just I'm a god. But that'll be interesting to see them travel to the underworld. At this point in time, they have to do that. Right. I, I love Fillory as it is, but I'm ready to go to the underworld now. Oh, I am. Yeah, we got to go somewhere. Uh, so Fog brings up the fact that there is an extra dimensional uh, artifact that they can use, the Tesla flex, uh, Flexation. Did you think of the DeLorean? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, cool. And I love the fact it was built by Tesla. Nope, by Flex, Flex, whatever it was. I forgot how to say it. <laughs> and it was not a car, people. No, and it wasn't a really safe tool since three people died beforehand to shut it off on the only time it's ever worked. Do you know, I love how this show thinks outside of the box. Like, it'll, it'll take something that we've kind of maybe seen before, but they'll give it to us in a way that we've never, ever mm-hmm. could have considered seeing it. Right. Like, who would have thought it would be interesting to see them just go behind a curtain, Wizard of Oz style, and, like, just come up with that weird thing where he sees Alice oh, that way. Exactly. It was so simple, too. There was nothing really fancy about it. She just, they just right. made it work. Right. And they didn't, well, they didn't time travel. They found, like, just a moment. Right. And they both were there. Yeah. This found is really the, cool. Alice, like, he stopped her. Yeah. Alice from another dimension, and she's, you know, talking about it. And that's where, she, yeah, she clues in about the underworld. But uh, Alice from there is also missing a few fingers. Yeah. Like, sometimes Quentin can drive me a little crazy. And Quentin and Alice, I, I enjoyed them, but I didn't love, love them. I didn't care about that relationship. But in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, you didn't make me cry. Mm-hmm. Because she's so been wonderful. looking the whole time to try to try to make things right on her yeah. one. Yeah. And so, so this was the one where she was the only one that was left. Right. Or, okay, yeah. Oh, poor thing. Like, I want her to find a way to, to come across. Well, they said if they touched, they would just blow up and never everything would well, happen. Well, n- not right there, but for her to actually come into the dimension where, I'm, you know. I'm totally she, going with that fact that something will happen somewhere and they'll be able to pull somebody from another dimension over. See, they need to go to dark matter and get that machine 
so they can rip their way through the um, universe and no, come they over. Don't. They don't need to go to Dark Manor. They need to call up Cisco and just have him vibe another dimension open and pull <laughs> her over. True, true. Don't let Barry do it. That's, no, don't let Barry do it. Just let He'll Cisco it do it. Cisco will just vibe him over. It'll be fine. It'll be good. True. <laughs> and don't let the legends do it either. They'll no, it don't, don't mess it all up. <laughs> don't like hand over a spear and things will go bad. And Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, off of CW because we're not on CW. We're on Sci-Fi Channel, so okay. It's all good. <laughs> Last parting thing here: um, Finn runs into the fairies, which is never good. Margot, um, yeah, Finn running into the fairy at the end of it. Yeah, kind of waiting for next week on that one too. But apparently, Julia had found out what they need to. Uh-huh. Oh yes, and it's a dragon. The gatekeeper. Yeah, which I, I go with the fact that it's a dragon. It doesn't mean that it's actually a real dragon person we're going to see. Oh. Because as we've seen before with... Uh, Hackensack. Hackensack. <laughs> Hackensack guy. Um, and the, Paxson Paxson. Hexen Paxson. Thank you. And the uh, nymph who was with the dean... Mm-hmm. And the what was it? The one from last week. <laughs> the dryads. The, no, not the dryads. The well, but they were so the, pretty. Saw the dryads, but the 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 tentacle girl. Uh, God crap! I lost the name of it. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm stuck on dryad but you know, guy. But we we see we have all these different things that we can see. I'm so looking forward to more of it. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, they, they come outside of the box. It, it won't be a dragon because we've seen shows with dragons on it. It's going to do something different. Oh, it's it's going to be great. And we're going to love it when we get there. So let's see. we still got a couple episodes left. Three, yes. I think. Yes. Uh, yes, three we have episodes. three episodes left. Um, so Harriet, that was Marley Maitland's character, We she, she disappeared when Katie went back to look for her. But we, we'll totally see her again. Like, we have to see her again. Yep. She has information that Katie and the group probably needs to destroy um, Reynard, or she'll be involved in whatever's going to go down next season. Right. Definitely. Yeah, she's going to come back. I can slowly see that happening. With dark magic. Yes. All right. You got anything else for this one? <laughs> no. Another great episode. Three more to go. Oh, yeah. I'm so looking forward to it. And we're still figuring out the game plan for 12 Monkeys. We will let you guys know as soon as we know. And like I said, we are also working on our other project. So we'll give you more information probably next week. We'll have that all ready to go. Yeah, we'll have something out there. Um, So if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Incorporated, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, other shows. A lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. I just had an interview with Chad Coleman that I posted. Five-question thing. You know, Chad, Tyrese from Walking Dead. Didn't talk about The Walking Dead. I talked about Expanse because Expanse is awesome. Oh, my God. And they got renewed for a third season. Yay know, for that. Seriously, yay for that. And I got a comic review coming out later on this week. This is really cool. It's called The uh, the the 12. No, The, ele- the, the 11. The XII. Um, basically in this post-apocalyptic in space in the Midwest. I think it's really Ooh. cool. I've, I was really enjoying reading it going, I like this. So That sounds interesting. Yeah, I liked it. I'm going to subscribe to the series. It's like a, uh, was it 11 or 13 episodes, uh, 13 episode series that's coming out. So yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm hooked. It's good. And it's far into the apocalypse. It's not like it happened yesterday. It's far enough along that somebody said, what's the ocean? It's like, I saw a picture once. You know, it's one of those <laughs> things. 
Ooh, that's cool. Yes. The way All right, I like I'm down this. for it. Okay. So what you got? Oh, and Riverdale comes back tomorrow from its hiatus. So Yay. all new episodes. I'm excited. I love that show. Awesome. So uh, if you have any thoughts or comments about the episode that we just talked about, not all the other stuff, but the actual episode, if you want to talk about the other stuff, you can, or you can come to the Facebook page and talk about that stuff with us there. Brad and Court talk. Right. Yeah. Uh, But if you have any comments about the episode and you want to leave anything in the comment section below or hit us up on Facebook or the Twitter, because it's called the Twitter. The Twitters. The Twitters. So until next time, if you go see the gatekeeper, make sure you bring the key master. (laughs) Are you the key master? I'm the gatekeeper. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.